Hey there, and welcome back to Pause the Music, a podcast by music fans for music fans. We are your hosts, Matt and Jeff, a father-son music-loving duo. Today's episode, we'll be talking about the albums that just came out and let you know how they are, as well as discussing the albums that we give each other, you know, the common stuff that we do every week. And then we're changing up this week with doing another draft. So last time we did a draft of what our dream lineups, this time we're doing a draft of the top front men and women of all time. So I think that'll be really fun. It's going to be interesting because I have a obvious 101 and I get the first pick because he got the first pick last time. So I am utterly excited for that. Yeah, that, no kidding. And, you yeah. know, as, as typical, we are experiencing technical difficulties with my lovely cell phone already. Uh, already. Already. You know, we're not even, what, two minutes in? Not even. Uh, not even. We're maybe 30 seconds in. Well, I don't know. We I haven't can... even gotten into the first segment. <laughs> Here, should I just should I just get it out of the way, Bone Iver, right away, and just no, get it over with? No, I had it set up. I had it set up. Literally, okay, I'll, t- I'll it take it back. Up. Okay, okay, I'll take it back. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna move into the recent release <laughs> albums. Seriously, we're trying to push up Bone Iver as much as we can. We gotta love some Boney Bear there. It's hilarious. All right, so All right. Uh, uh, there was a lot of big albums for me. Um, a couple that I didn't review this week was YG, Aloe Black. And Mariah Carey, they all dropped albums. And I reviewed four this week, so I didn't even get a look at those three. You were actually going to do the Mariah Carey album? I thought about it. Oh, it was, thank God. It was one of them on the list that I recognized, and I was like, oh, that's actually... Well, I mean, I recognize it doesn't mean I have to review it. Fair enough. <laughs> probably probably one of my favorite artists, I guess. Uh, yeah, I would call him one of my favorite. We had Timmy on the show, and Timmy loves this guy. We had to see him in concert. This is Young Gravy. He just dropped right. a new album called Gas and Nova. Gasanova. I think I think this is a great album in the first half of it. It is a it's a strong album, but towards the end it really falls off. In songs one through eight, I liked seven of them. Wow! But tracks nine to fourteen, I liked two. So it was a big drop off from the first half being really strong, for my opinion, and the second half being kind of weak. Uh, he pulled in massive features, including Ski Mask, The Slump God, Baby No Money, Chief Key. It seems like he, him and Ski Mask must be uh, good buds because he's on like everything. Ski Mask? He's yeah, just a I really think... popular artist right now. Well, I just think he was on the last one we reviewed, or maybe. Was well, he? Check. I think he was on the one that Timmy. Uh, no, that was Juicy J, Puya, Trippy the Kid, and Lil right. Baby. So. Well, but yeah, Ski Mask is a massive artist. Trying um, to, I'm trying to sound intelligent. Didn't work. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Chief Keef has some massive bangers back in the day. Uh, Baby No Money is his buddy in crime. They always make songs together. So it's anything that him go. and Baby No Money are in is normally awesome. Um, I think there was a fun flow to the album. I think the second half being weaker really drags the album down. If it was an eight-track EP almost, it would have been a lot higher. Uh, some key songs that I like, Always Saucy with Ski Mask, The Slump God. The song Martha Stewart, is always, <laughs> that's a fun one. Um, and my favorite on the album is Gas Money. That was a single release before, and I think it's the best one on it. It's so we should play a little bit of Gas Money is what you're saying? Exactly. Let's play some Gas Money. All right, money. let's play some Gas Money. Counting up that cash money, fast money, all up in your ass money. I whip a Tesla, still got gas money. I ain't a bitch, yes sir, I keep cash on me. You can get your face smacked if you act funny. There you go, that's a 15 second uh, thing of gas money. Gas money, you gotta love gas it. Gas money, gas money. Got yeah, it's fun, it's a, it's a bumpy beat, uh, you can't complain with it. I gave the album a six, you know, I think there gas are stronger money. parts to it. Gas money. <laughs> it's stuck in your head now, isn't it? Ooh, I'm stuck in my head. Yeah. It's better than it's better than watermelon sugar. Hi. Oh yeah, I just I don't want to deal with that one. Okay, fine. Uh yeah, so it's a six out of ten. Um <laughs> if you like like a uh, fun rap, it's this is what you go to. This is a great album. Um Good. yeah. So you're up next, Jeff. Okay, so I'm gonna do my wild card first, just because I had Bon Jovi and Corey Taylor coming up. So I needed one more to fill in just so I could have three, and I like to usually choose something I've never heard before, and and uh, I definitely did choose something I've never heard before. <laughs> uh, I picked out a band called Laser Beak, and the uh, the album is called Penelope. So this was my curveball for the week. Laser I picked okay. I, I I try to I, I picked two artists that I know, and then I try to challenge myself. So then I did a little digging on this guy. So this is kind of interesting. So last week, 
I did a little bit on the uh, Ghosts of Room, if you remember. Mm-hmm. So this week was Laserbeak. Laserbeak, um, a little different than Ghosts of Room. Um, he is um, born in 82, so he's still a little bit older than normal artists that you would cover. Um, but he's from Minneapolis, Minnesota, which is oh, really? really cool. Yeah, I'm like going, what? What the hell? Two weeks in a row I get a Minneapolis tie and not even without even guessing. In fact, he actually graduated from Hopkins High School. So Hopkins, okay. Yeah, so he's a Minnesota boy. Um, and, you know, and, and to be honest with you, Matt, my next sentence is, this has a bone ever like rhythm that are mostly instrumentals. Yes, I, I, was reading on, uh, I was reading the bio on Spotify when you were uh, talking about it. See, there you go. So, uh, very interesting artist. More up your alley than mine. Um, very few spoken words in this album. And if the words are spoken, they are masked and overdubbed so much that you can hardly hear the words. So, I would consider this a full instrumental album. It's not yes, bad. It's, it's, they say he has a trilogy of instrumental albums. Yeah, he does. I mean, this is kind of interesting. So um, not bad, kind of weird, more your alley than mine. But it wasn't terrible, so I gave it a five. I was okay with it, but I'll uh, play a little bit here off of uh, Penelope, which um, I don't even know. There, there's not even a song called Penelope, which is weird. Um, I'll play Treetops. Just I think Treetops is getting some play. So we're going to play a little bit of treetops here. Yeah. There you go. Interesting. That's, that's, a, that's, a, song a, fun, <laughs> that's a fun beat to it. You know, for you, that would be perfect because... I can he I could see you putting that in the background, playing it, just kind of, yeah, you know, kind of bopping your head along. Yeah, you know, or have it in your headphones while you're walking mm-hmm. to class or something. Yeah, that's yeah. Like so a great you thing might like that one. You should try it out. It's called it, the band is Laserbeak. It's a single guy. His name is actually Aaron Mader, M A D E R, and he is from Minneapolis. So it's kind of cool. That's really interesting. Yeah. Cool. So that was kind of a fun little uh, uh, accidental find, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to check them out now, because what I've heard I liked. So there is yeah, and it's most, to go it's back to like, it. it's almost all like that, Matt. So you would probably like it. Cool. All right. Yeah. So the next album for me of my four, this is the other massive album released on the weekend, and this is the Twenty One Savage and Metro Booming collaborative avid album. Ooh, called Savage Mode Two. So Twenty One Savage is the rapper, and Metro Booming is the producer. He is one of the biggest producers in the game by far. And he does this with a bunch of artists. He's done this with Big Sean. And he's done Savage Mode uh, 1 with 21 Savage. So uh, I loved this album. I think it it doesn't live up to the hype of the first album because Savage Mode was one of the best albums that came out in the rap game that year. But I think this one is still a really good album. There is some massive features from this album here. Let me pull it up. The phone call. I know. And I got somebody keep, keeps calling me and I keep having to decline it. So yeah, just mute it. Well, yeah, it's, yeah, I can't I mute it. Cause I got to have the music going through it. Fair enough. Okay. But you, so you got 15 songs, 44 minutes. And, and looking at this, there are some massive features, including Drake and young thug. Uh, the interlude is actually voiced over by Morgan Freeman himself. So that was really wow. big to see. Uh, I think, I think, there's both hype songs and chill songs in the album. Uh, I loved the the songs. I think it was a little bit long for me. Uh, you know, 15 tracks, 44 minutes. Each track is just kind of short at most. I don't think a track goes over four minutes at all. It doesn't. So I think wow. there could have been some tracks that could have been cut. But some of the tracks that I really loved, Glock on my lap, um, Mr. Right Now with Drake, I think is the best one on the album. And Snitches and Rats, I think was another great album. Wow, Okay. So, so yes, Mr. Right Now, if you want to play that one, I think that one's Mr. Right Now, one. I can play Mr. Right Now, right now. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a play on words, you. Wow. All right, there we go. I'm a slide anytime you want. 
Put you in Chanel, I'ma teach you how to stand. 21. Slip and slide like a waterfall. You need some TLC, we can creep if you want. 21. There you go, Mr. Right Now by 21 Savage. 21 Savage and, and Metro, Metro Boomin. Boomin. Featuring Drake. So Drake Featuring comes on that Drake. song a little bit later. So, so there's three guys on that album, that song. Yeah, yeah there's three there in that song. <laughs> uh, I give this album a seven. I think this is a fun album. I think a seven is well-deserved. Um, like I said, it's just a little bit long in parts. It gets a little stretchy, but overall enjoyable. Uh, this is an album I will come back to in the near future. Uh, cool. Yeah. What do you got next? So there's two big releases for you and your yeah. generation, I guess. Yeah. Well, yes and no. Um, I was really, you know, I saw Bon Jovi was dropping a new album and I thought, well, hopefully it's not as bad as... Uh, was it Deep Purple, Deep Purple. the other? Yeah, oh, oh. Deep Purple. Like a month or two ago? Oh. God. Well, um, unfortunately, it kind of lived up to the Deep Purple side instead of the other side. No. Yeah, this one was not the greatest album in the world. Um, you can really hear John's voice is not there. He's singing like an old man because he is an old man. Fair enough. Yeah. So, you know, I, I even got my I got excited and played Slippery One Wet earlier this week just to prepare myself for some Bon Jovi this week and while I have to say that the band sounds great just like it did in Deep Purple John's voice is just not up to par um, I think they've gotten really soft over the years and I know that they've been getting softer ever since they came out with Slippery One Wet and 7800 Fahrenheit and the original Bon Jovi those were good solid rock albums and then they kind of got a little poppy and now that trend has continued and I think they're actually gearing toward more country pop than just pop. No, um, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just, you know, he's he's getting old. I just think it's time to hang it up. Uh, you know, play a couple shows here and there, just yeah, for your fans. And yeah, you know, it's just one of those things that it's just not not great. It's not great. That's tough to hear. Um, Limitless was probably the best track on the album which is typically more of a typical Bon Jovi song, but it was kind of a disappointment for me this week. I'm, you know, I'm not a diehard fan, but maybe the diehard fans might like this, but diehard Bon Jovi fans may like this, but I'm not one of them. So I gave it a three and a half out of 10. Or do you want to play any of the songs? I'm gonna, yeah. I'm going to play limitless. Just it would okay. get me just to give you an idea of what, So that's Limitless by Bon Jovi off the album 2020. I can hear the country and it doesn't sound that great. It's really not. I, I actually, you know what? The sad part is, I think that my wild card was the best album I did this week. Really? My, yeah. my favorite album is the last album. So, but. So you got your next. With my next album one. is the MXM Tomb. So when you look this up, Jeff, you'll understand why I wanted to save the Bon Iver reference for this album. Oh boy, oh boy. Because the title track of this album is called Bon Iver. Is it really? Oh <laughs> yeah. my God, wait, I'm looking it up now. Yeah, uh, the first song of the album is called Bon Iver. No, it is not. Yes, it is. Oh, you son of a gun. So I, when I saw that, I was gooning and I was like, oh, this is going to be the best. We're going to plug Bon Iver again. Oh, this is the album Dusk? Okay. Dusk by MXM Tune. Look at that. Bon Iver right there. Bon Iver. Uh, It's too bad it wasn't Bon Iver featuring Bon Iver. (laughs) If she could pull in Bon Iver, that would have been cool. That would have been funny. I call this the album Short and Average. (laughs) Well, it's only seven songs in 22 minutes. Yeah, seven tracks, 22 minutes. Oh, it's barely an LP. It's probably more of an EP than an LP. Yeah. And I said, I said, not too much really stood out. It seems a little bit lackluster compared to her other singles and albums that she's put out. Um, and I wanted really a lot more. Uh, MXM Tune is really good on features. I like a lot of her songs. But it just felt kind of sad mm. listening to it. Um, you mean like most of your music? Ouch. To be fair, yes. <laughs> I do make reference of that in your uh, your album for the week, by the way. Yeah. Um, okay. But we'll so get this, to that is, this is her second EP that she's released this year. And it's not as good as the first one, which is Dawn. 
get it done in Dusk. Yep. Oh, I got so, it. So that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So I think I think Dusk was way better, um, or way worse. Dawn was so, better. So then the next one's gonna be Sleep. Uh, I don't know. Midnight. <laughs> Midnight. Uh, Dawn, Dusk. Midnight. I think I think the two songs on here that stood out that I actually enjoyed was Boney Bear and Asking for a Friend. Okay. Uh, I prefer Asking for a Friend over Boney Bear, but the Boney Bear album isn't bad. I give it a four out of ten. So if you want to play Asking for a Friend by Emerson sure. Tune, I can do that. I think that's how you say her name. I don't know. Some of these artists, I don't, you know. don't know anymore. Asking for a friend, huh? Yeah. Maybe. We're trying. Found myself up here, suspended in the air. Way too high above. Oh, I want to be down there. Watching people pass. Faces tell a tale. Larger than oh no, but I'm forging my own path. That's enough. Yep, that's enough. Okay, fine. But yeah, yeah you're right. That's not very good. Asking for a friend by MXM Tune off the album Dusk. Asking for a friend. Well, yeah, yeah asking for a friend to turn it off or something. <laughs> I don't know. We'll figure that all out. Right, so, all right, all right I got the, I get the next one. Okay, okay, okay. So I got Corey Taylor's self-titled. Well, well, it's kind of a self-titled album. It's post-humanist, um, right? No. Oh, Corey Taylor's alive. Who's the other one that died? What? One of I, can't, I thought it okay. was Corey Taylor's from Slipknot and Stone Sour. He also made my top vocalist list. If you didn't remember, or if you could remember, he is on my top vocal list. So this is his actual first solo album, and I'm sure if you can figure out what Corey Mother F and Taylor means, CMFT is the name of the album. And of course, they make reference to that in one of the songs, which obviously, is, which is CMFT must be stopped, featuring uh, Tech Nine. Oh, what? And and Kid Bookie. Tech Nine. Tech Nine. Okay, that's yeah. not normal for a Corey Taylor sound. Nope, nope. So let me read what I wrote on that one. So uh, those are his only features on the album, by the way. I know. And it's probably the, well, it's not the best song, but it's kind of the fun, more fun song to listen to. Yep. You know, it's Corey's on my list for best vocalist and may make my list today for frontman. but oh, teaser. I do like his voice. Uh, this was his first attempt at a solo album and he's taking a break from Slipknot and Stone Sour, I'm assuming. I had really high expectations on this album as I was expecting more Stone Sour and Slipknot. And I got something that was... Not bad per se, but left me thinking this was a good idea or not. <laughs> not quite sure this was a good idea to go solo. <laughs> there are hints of something great, and then there not so much. The song started to blend together. Nothing really stood out. Uh, the CMFT must be stopped is an interesting song just because it's something that isn't really in his normal type of music is it rap a little bit yeah well because tech nine is uh he's technically considered a midwest chopper which is like the the fast rappers and stuff like that well and, and that would make sense because uh you know slipknot and Corey taylor are out of uh, des moines iowa so mm -hmm. um album has an 80s to early 90s metal sound with the great talent talent that taylor is is not a good mesh no no it really wasn't. I gave it a four out of ten. Like I said, my my curveball, my my oddball album was my favorite of the week. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm sure I'm going to play. I'll play a little bit of the CMFT must be stopped, just because I already mentioned that one. So we'll play that one a little bit if I can get it to work. The rest of it's not like that. That's what I'm trying to say is the rest of it's not like that part of it. So I, I don't know. I, I was really, really, really hoping for something good out of this. 
You just didn't get it. it I didn't know. Okay, you got one more. All right, yeah, I got one more. God, it sounds like I'm kind of pissy today. What the hell? Yeah, seriously, what happened? The Vikings won. Come on. I know. I saw that. They barely won. They barely won. They yeah, they barely won, but they won. Uh, yeah, yeah. What did they? I, they must have lost it in the second half because they were. Yeah, they like did. seventeen to three at, at yeah, halftime. It, it was something weird like that. It was. Yeah, the Vikings beat the Texans today. Uh, they almost lost it on the game-ending touchdown pass that almost was caught, but it wasn't. But really, yeah. they yeah, almost was, lost. They almost lost. It was close. <laughs> oh my god. All right, so uh, we'll we'll get back to music. We love sports, but we'll get back to music. Um, my curveball album this week was um, something that Jeff and I already talked about a little bit uh, when you guys came up to visit me. Oh, here we go again. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> so I listened to a K-pop album, which oh was Blackpink, and with. That is that Blackpink? Yes, that is Blackpink. Wow. It, and it still says asking for a friend. I don't want to ask for a friend. I want to play Blackpink. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> the struggles what the are hell? Real. Um, so Ugh. yeah, so Blackpink, uh, very well known on TikTok for the song How You Like That. I would assume you know that one. Uh, it's, How you, you like that? Yeah, that song. Very iconic TikTok song. Um so this was my <laughs> did it just turn off on you no i'm restarting my phone i'm so pissed off i'm just restarting my phone. just let, uh, let it I'm be we can, we can just edit it in now oh my know? god <laughs> so so this is my favorite release of the week uh i think it's a k-pop super group with a great album it's not too long but it's still very fun everything that i heard on this album was <laughs> enjoyable with massive features, too. They pulled in Selena Gomez and Cardi B on songs. What? Granted, the Cardi B one was one of the few I didn't like, but they got massive features like that. So it's really interesting to uh, see. Imagine the, that, huh? Yeah, yeah. I don't really like Cardi B that much. But um, to see the fact that these K-pop bands are able to pull in these massive artists from America to try and diversify into the American scene. And you can see BTS is starting to really blow up. And so is Black. Yeah, Pink. didn't they didn't they drop a new something this week? BTS or last week or what? Uh, what I think what? it was a couple weeks ago. They dropped an album. Oh, okay. uh, there was a big week, and I wasn't able to listen to it. But um, yeah, I think this is my favorite release of the week. Uh, I think it has amazing uh, beats to it. I think it's fun. It's it's like a pop rap album, and really, it's not all Korean. They speak English too, so it's like bits and pieces. So they'd be going speaking Korean, and then they come in with English, and it's really fun to listen to. Um, obviously, iconic songs. How you like that was the big one. That's yep. there. There, put it on the album. Ice cream with Selena Gomez. I really loved, and Lovesick Girls. I thought was a really fun change up. About halfway through, that was a fun song. But I think Ice Cream is the most iconic, so we'll probably play that one here. So how you like that is on this album? Yes, it is. But that's been on TikTok for like months. Yes, it's been a single. Oh, they released that as a single, and now mm-hmm. they've got the whole album. Mm-hmm. Ah, see now. Okay, so you want me to play ice cream? Ice cream. Okay, let's see if I can play it. I got it to work. Woo-hoo. Yeah. So it's kind of fun. It's kind of flirty. Um, that's all of their songs. It's very enjoyable. Uh, if you've never listened or tried to explore into different, um, I guess, languages, I, I always say give that a shot because sometimes you find some amazing songs in different languages that you never have heard of before. Right. So Blackpink, the album is literally what it's called. It's called The Album. <laughs> I gave I it. I gave it. it a. I gave it a seven. I think it's a little bit better than Twenty One Savages and Metro Boomin's album. Hey, wait, wait, my... wait, wait. Let's try something. This. Wait, wait. Oh, oh. There you go. That's so how do you that's, like that. 
Yeah, that's the iconic song that they have all over TikTok. If you it's have not, that. I can't, you can't call it an iconic song when it's only been on for two months. Iconic on TikTok. Iconic on TikTok. Okay, okay, okay. But it's still not, well, okay, fine. <laughs> I'm not going to win an argument today just because, number one, I don't care. Number two, I'm kind of pissy, so. Yeah, I still don't understand. I, I don't either. You know what? Today has just not been a good day. Fair I enough. I mean, I got a couple things done outside, but, you know. Uh, we went uh, trying to find it like a needle in a haystack, can't find it. So, mm. you know, that's, you know, typical for mom and I to do something and go try to find something that makes a lot of sense, but you'd think you could find it. But yeah. yeah. Nope. Why would you? Huh? Nope. Not at all. Gotta love it. All oh, right. So, Ooh, yeah, I just turned off my light. <laughs> light <laughs> I turned off my, my desktop, my, my desk light. And <laughs> since we do these over Zoom, and then my face just glue because <laughs> the windows is starting to get a little bit darker out. So right, I'm sitting uh, next thought, to the window too. Yeah, I got two windows in my apartment bedroom, so it's always nice. But yeah, there you go. So well, that, there you go. So we're done with that part of the week, huh? Yeah, those were the albums that were released. A lot All right. of, All right, a lot cool. of pretty good releases on my end. Not really for Jeff. Oh, yeah. thank you for finding that on the web. I was really concerned. Yeah, I know. What would you like to find on the web? Because uh, you know, <laughs> Google wants to know. Yeah. So now we'll move on to the albums for each other. This is the reoccurring piece that we love to always do. Sometimes we challenge each other. Sometimes we give each other nice stuff. And I feel like I this was week, really nice to you this week. I was nice to you too. Were you? I was more up your alley than I've given you a, a, a lot more. Well, you need to find the alley a little bit better. I did with the Black Keys. Yeah, that one you did. Yeah. Okay. As... Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You did. Yeah, I did, I did give you the Black Keys. So bad, yes. You mean the one that you just picked up on vinyl recently? Maybe. No, I did. I, I haven't picked it up yet, but I got to go get it, yes. Yeah, but you did buy it on vinyl. Yeah, okay. I did. I did. So Jeff this week, uh, he kind of really gave me an easy one. Way um, too easy. Obviously, this guy might even pop up later on too. Oh, yeah. But it is Foo Fighters, which is with their, what, 2007 album, I believe? Echoes, Silence, Patience, and Grace. I don't know. I'll tell you in a minute. So I believe it it's their 07 I'm... album. Here, let me pull it up. Right. Yep, 2007. I'm a genius. Um... <laughs> well, let's not go there. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really stretching it. You, you can't wow. just say because I know an album I looked Woo! at it earlier. Um, okay, yep. So, yeah, yep, talking about seven. You're right. Talking about Foo Fighters, I think Dave Grohl is a great front man. This, he could definitely come up later he with the front man draft. Better. Yep. He de- oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think I think going down the list, it is a heavy front sided, but a really weak second second side of the album. Uh, you see, that's where you're wrong. There is. I a- think I think obviously the Pretender is a is a massive song on this album. Let It Die is massive. Long Road to Ruin is massive. Those are their probably big three off the album. Um. But, My absolute favorite Foo Fighters song comes off of this album. It is on the second half. I, I think I know what you're talking about because I really like this song. It is Ballads of the Beaconsfield Miners. No. I loved that track. It's, that's a good song. It's that's song mainly guitar that. riffs. Oh, Summer's End. Okay. I love Summer's End. I, I, think, I think Ballads of the Beaconsfield Miners was <laughs> a blast. I think of the whole album, this was the curveball that they threw in, and I was not upset with that at all. It was oh, mainly cool. like a guitar riff throughout the whole thing. And yeah, I cannot complain with this album. It's a, Obviously, it's a big album. It's a good album. Uh, the Pretender has what? 370 million plays on Spotify. So it's, it's, not, there you go. it's not small at all. It's, Foo Fighters is one of the biggest bands on Spotify. Technically, they're 338th in the world. Well, that's not so bad. Hey, look at that. All right. All right. I have a little quiz for you. Oh, boy. Where do you think the most listens per month are in? Like what city in the world? For Foo Fighters? To the Foo Fighters the most. You know, this is going to sound strange, but I'm going to think it's Dallas, Texas. Uh, you are way off. It is Sao Paulo, Brazil. What? <laughs> oh, in the world. Okay. In the world. Okay. Uh, yep. So then, then second is London. Okay, how about an American city? Where's the top American city? The top American city is Chicago. Again? At, at fifth. At fifth. And how many million listeners? Uh, only 170,000 listeners. Because you have to be based in the city of Chicago for it to count. Oh. Yeah. So that's why bigger cities like Sao Paulo, London, Sydney, Mexico City, 
that's why they're able to have like more listeners and that's that why they, but yeah. So, so it's South not like, Paolo, you know, for us, it would be, uh, well, well, no, but yeah. Okay. I get it. Yeah. It's kind of confusing the way that they track it, but, but yeah, those, those cities are a lot bigger than just say a Chicago or a New York city or whatever. Uh, in New York's up there, but yeah. Okay. Fair uh, I think, I think this is a good album. I think, potentially one of the better Foo Fighter albums. Like, that's very... Well, they're all pretty good. I mean, they're yeah, all... Sonic Highways is good, I think. I just um, got that delivered today on vinyl. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. There's Nothing Left to Lose, iconic. The Color and Shape is one of the more iconic albums. The Self-Titled is still pretty good. So, I mean, looking the, back... I bought one you got to listen to, the Saint Cecilia uh, EP. Saint Cecilia EP, okay. Yep, that would be weird. That's one that's kind of the curveball. It's a yeah. good album, but it's different. So I give this album a seven. I think, um, I think there is strong points to it. I think tracks 10, 11, and 12 are kind of lackluster as well. Um, but yeah. before that, it's still pretty good. I, obviously, I've heard this album before. I've heard tracks off of it too. Like The Pretender, you cannot say you haven't heard The Pretender if you know rock. Right. So it's just, it's just an album that obviously I would come back to. And I would listen to front to back. And most likely I will just pick off songs, but I will listen to this album front to back again. The, All right, so which one do you want me to play off of it? Because this is your call. Uh, can we do Ballads of the Beaconsfield Miners? I figured you were going to say that. That's, it's just fun. It's different, and it's just uniquely and awesome. So there they go. That was Ballads of the Beaconsfield Miners by Foo Fighters off their album Echoes, Silence, Patience, and Grace. Then I get to play my favorite song. There you go. Uh, summer's end. Fair enough. <laughs> oh. What are you giggling and looking at over there? No, I was just watching the, the football, football game. game. Yeah, well, I think it's the, uh, uh, the the highlights for the week, but whatever. Uh, I don't need to do that right now. I can oh, watch I it later. Just, I was just curious. Uh, all right. So now, so now this is my turn to give Jeff focus, an album. Focus, focus, focus. Come on. We, we have a podcast to do here. Come on, Come on. Yeah, no kidding. Are we, like, so, all right. We're, we got to speed it up because we're slow today. What the hell? Oh, uh, yeah. We're a little slow. Yeah, but, no kidding. Um, all right. So, so this week uh, you gave me the Snail, snail mail, mail album Lush. Yeah, and I actually gave it to him on vinyl. So on vinyl. So that was kind of fun. That was a treat for Jeff there. I was like, I have it on vinyl. If they're coming, I'll see, I'll see them. I'll give it to them. You know, Jeff was happy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so uh, yeah, I think snail mail is a great, technically she's the front woman. Right. But her, her name is um, Jordan, by the way, but she, she's like in a trio. So it's, it's a three person band technically, but They're not all women, not all women. No. Okay. I was, I, I was going to ask that question because I think that's on here. Yeah. So I, I said, it's not a bad album. But I'm really seeing you in a different light here, Matt, because most of Matt's favorite artists seem to have vocals that seem depressed. True. <laughs> okay. So I'm, there's a theme here, and they're starting to show themselves every week. They're getting more and more the same, which is depressing. Other than the Black Keys. That was better. Yes, that is true. But now we're back into the Bon Iver's, uh, you know, uh, snail mail. We're talking... Um, Oh, oh, I gave it? you a little people a while ago. It yeah, was all about, like, you know, uh, suicide and stuff. And right, it just, it just, it's just dark and gloomy. Mm-hmm. It's like why? I mean, it's not. Uh, it's it 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 makes grunge look like they're at a carnival. Yeah, it makes grunge look soft, basically. Right. Oh God, yes. Yeah. I mean, it's like this is just taking grunge to a whole new level, and mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure it's a good level to be on, but. Anyway, so more like poor me, poor me type music is what I called it. Uh, I need to figure out a way to get you away from this type of music is what I even put on here. 
What'd you say? Well, that's what I said. I need to figure out a way to get you away from this type of music. Well, I mean, I obviously, like, I just, I think, I listen to a lot of things, right? Right. And I give you songs, I think I think I give you albums that are more challenging to you. Well, they because, are. Yeah, because I think I want to push you out of your comfort zone because <laughs> but, that's always uh, fun to do. Well, yeah, like last week. Oh my yeah. We're, we're not even going there last week. Oh, my God. Okay, so, and then my next question was, mm-hmm. is Snail Mail an all-female band? Nope. Okay. It just, it just seemed to, like, drag. I'm not quite sure. It is very slow sometimes. I did like Speaking Terms and Heat Wave. Yep, those are the two of the big three on the album. Here's what you need to do. When when you're putting the stuff together at the end, Mm -hmm. play the intro to Golden Dream, and then play the intro for Full Control, which is the next song after it. Mm -hmm. It's the same drum intro. (laughs) It's the same drum info. It's like, what? Okay, other than there's a little guitar in Golden Dream, yeah, but the 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 initial drum start is the same on Golden Dream as it is in Full Control, so it kind of throws you through a loop. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird. Um, so I could see you listening. <laughs> the way I, I said I could see listening to this music smoking weed. Yeah, fair enough. I'm like going. I probably understand because it'd be kind of it's kind of slow and mm-hmm. you're smoking weed. You might be a little it's, slow. It's so more mellow. It might be a beat at that point. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. It's the only it's the only way I can make sense of any of this music. Yeah. So Snail Mail is one of the smaller artists I've ever given you. Uh, she only has five hundred thousand monthly listeners. Only five hundred thousand. Well, uh, okay, but compared to like Black Keys and people I gave well, you last yeah. week. But yeah, well, and last week that was so bad. I can't believe they get people that listen to that stuff. Well, anyway. that's not his popular album, but that was my favorite album. Right, but even so, I mean, if he's got that many millions of listeners mm-hmm. and he's putting out that kind of garbage, <laughs> who's listening to it? Just call it's it not going to be me. <laughs> it's me. Yeah, I know. Okay, um, so anyway, I give this a four out of ten. Not great. Not bad. Eh. So she was she was actually a child prodigy for guitar. If you didn't know that, she started no, playing okay. at the age of five. Really? Okay. Yep. Wait a second. So. Um, now that I'm... And technically, Snail Mail is considered a punk band. This is punk? It's considered uh, soft punk, yeah. In what way, shape, or form is it punk? It's considered soft punk now. Oh, good God. <laughs> okay, oh let's just... God. Oh, let, my God. Do, okay, do you want to so play a song off of this? No, okay, so here, I want what I want to do is I want to play this drum part here. Because this is stupid. I mean, I mean, it's, stu- it's cool, but it's stupid. Okay, yeah, the two so drum wait. parts. Right, so let me. I'm gonna play uh, Golden Dream first. Ready? Mm-hmm. Get that? Yep. So I heard that one there. Goes with the snare, snare, or a symbol, symbol, snare. Yep. Okay, full, full control. Can you hear it? I mean, I do okay, hear it. Golden yeah. Dream, Golden Dream. Full control. Golden Dream. Full control. See? Same freaking drum intro. Okay. I just I will, I'm going to leave that in there for uh, people to hear you going back and forth and back and forth because I don't want to edit that. No, I mean, <laughs> how, how can you? I mean, it's just whatever. Okay, so. Is what there did any I say? songs off of there that you I liked? did. What, I said Speaking Terms and speaking Heat Wave. Heat Wave. Pristine was the other big song off this album. Well, I don't know. But they yeah. all kind of blend together, so it doesn't really matter. Just I'll, I'll play speaking te- I'll, I'll play speaking, speaking terms. terms. Yeah. speaking terms by snail mail yeah the interesting thing is she is uh both she does both guitar and lead singer so oh it's it's cool but yeah i mean not not everybody's kind of cup of tea i get it no and it's just it's it was one of those things that i'm like oh and then when i got to those two drums i'm like what the hell why are they playing the same (laughs) drum intro on the same song is this the same song over again is it a little different (laughs) 
I wasn't quite sure. So then I had to go back and do what I did. I'm like, damn it, it's the same intro. <laughs> you should have spread it out differently on the album. I think it would have been better. No, you put them one back to one from the one to the other. I was like, whatever, okay. I'm Fair done. enough. At that I'm point, you're just kind of done to be done. Well, yeah, I was done to be done anyway, but I actually didn't pick up on that until I was reviewing it to write my little speech about it. Yeah, interesting. I, okay. I did not pick it up. Right away, was, yeah. Yeah, I didn't. But anyway. All right, so that okay. so that was the um, albums we gave each other. It's always fun, uh, you know. <laughs> God, sometimes I like, just... I'm really pissy. What the hell? Yeah, seriously. I don't know what's going on with you today. You're, you're lucky I wrote this yesterday or else you might not have got a four. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Wait, 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 go in another zero again. I don't know. Uh, oh, jeez. Okay. Uh, so let's, let's move on. Let's, okay. let's move on. Uh, we are going to move on to our fun segment of the day, which is the draft. So this is the draft of front men and women. Um, so what we're going to do is it's going to be a snake draft, like our other draft for our our top like well, oh what was it the top like set of artists i can't remember what we did it was like it was like a like a top like concert festival kind of thing right where it's like like 10 artists that you'd love to see live oh, or something yeah. like that yeah well yeah i guess yeah so. i think that's what it was but so yeah i get i get the first pick because jeff went first last time and got pink floyd which is fair because that was obviously both of our number ones but this one i think is my first pick i think is kind of an obvious answer i think even even a movie was made out of him um, oh, you mean so I should be crossing off my uh, Freddie Mercury is what you're Yeah, you should definitely cross off Freddie Mercury because <laughs> I'm taking Freddie Mercury. You know, he, he is on my list. I, You know, he is a good front man. Uh, you know, is he the best? I don't know. I think, uh, honestly, I think Freddie is a little over over the top for me. Yes, very much so. But uh, if you go back is. and look at um, the the Africa – oh, I don't know what it's called. I'm blanking on the Oh, thing. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, right. I know what it is. You're, it's like the uh, world, whatever it is. Yeah, Live Aid. Live Aid. That's it. Yep. Yeah, that was it. it, it you're yep. right. He got that, was, that, that, he got that crowd. He got that crowd going. I, I get mm-hmm. it. I get it. I mean, uh, you know, I think, you know, unfortunately, he's passed on many, many years ago. Mm-hmm. I think that, um, you know, I think he's a little uh, – it would have been cool that he would have been still alive and still performing. Yeah, I think uh, with Adam Lambert taking his spots, I think it's it's the perfect fit. Adam I think, Lambert is good. Yeah, I, I think Adam Lambert is a Freddie Mercury's uh, biological child if he could have had one. So mm-hmm. I think it's just it's a perfect fit. But that's fair. Yeah. So all right. So you're taking Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Good Gorod. You know, there's so many good. Lo- I mean, I have a, I have so a list many. of like 20 or 30. I I, I think I have I, about 30 people I, here. I, 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 I kept, We're only I picking guess, 20 in total. Okay. All right. I'm going to take Prince because I know you're going to take him later. I'm going to take him now. That's fair. He's, he's going to be pick. my number one. Uh, I don't think there's anybody showman that can do any better than Prince. I mean, mm-hmm. he can come on and not say a word and take command of the stage. Very true. Okay. So I'm taking Prince. You go number two is what? You, it's a snake draft. Oh, it's a snake draft. Yes, yeah, so you get the oh, next. Oh, sweet. Pick. Well, then I'm taking Bruce Springsteen as number two. Damn, that was my next pick. All right, that's say, fair. you know, so I'm, I, you know, he's uh, not one of my favorites, but damn, I've heard he puts on a great show. Yeah, so, I've heard, I've heard only great things about Bruce Springsteen live. Yep. So and I, I, I'll take Bruce Springsteen for my uh, and, and with a classic "Born in the USA" album. You can't go wrong. So you have, you I have on that one too. Prince and Bruce Springsteen and Bruce Springsteen. I'm writing these down as we go so we can keep keep our track. <laughs> well, I'll keep track of it too, so. Perfect. Um, one there. Uh, okay, so this is where it gets a little tough because I think there's a couple great ones up here. Well, you got two picks, so you can take them both if you want. I know, but there's more than just two. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I think, I think the next one I have to pick is Jimi Hendrix. I think, obviously, as a front man for the Jimi Hendrix experience, um, he puts on a great show from what I've heard in the past. And that man can play a guitar. He's my top guitarist of all time. Yep. And being a guitarist and being a frontman is both impressive. And I, and I think he was really only on the scene for like three or four years. Exactly. Maybe. And the fact that he's able to make that big of a statement in that short of time, I think was really amazing to see. Right. And That's then, too bad. Okay. So very much similar to Prince, um, except uh, the king of rock and roll, Elvis Presley. Wow. You know, I had him way lower on my list and I thought, you know, 
he could command Elvis, the stage. I mean, Elvis could right. do whatever. Yeah, could, yeah, I think you're right. I think Elvis could do that. And I think this is supposed to be best of front man, you know, but or woman. Yeah. Can't leave them out because I do have a few on my list. I do too. I, I have one that I actually want to get later on, but okay. So, okay. So now I get two picks. So I'm going to yep. get my three and four. Oh boy. <laughs> well, I'm going to take Bono as three. That's I like that pick. That's a good pick. Yep. I've seen him live. He took command. Uh, I'm not so much of his politics, but he does put on a good show. Yeah. You too. What a great band. And then I'm going to throw a little curveball at you and take Garth Brooks, number four. Okay. You definitely could have waited on Garth Brooks. Well, I know that. But. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, this is mine. That's this fair. Is my list. So this, you're going to take your list. I'm going to take my list. That's fair. I want Garth Brooks because I don't want you to take him. And I think he's that high on my list. Okay. That's totally fair. Okay. All so right. Garth at four. Um, oh, this is, this is tough. Because there's so many still that are like there, I know. and I'm realizing I only have six spots left. <laughs> well, we might take it to 15 if we got time. Yeah, if we have time. Um, so, <laughs> all right. So my next one, I think. Come on, TikTok. I know. Okay, all right. I'm gonna go with Eddie Van Halen. Oh, I'm gonna go with Eddie Van Halen. Um, I think obviously another guitar player that's a front man is really cool. He's but... not a front man. What? He's not the lead singer. Doesn't matter. He's still the front man. No, he's not. He's the one that takes like control of the shows. No, he does not. What are you? Huh? David Lee Roth, my friend. He is the front man. Oh, of Van shit. I just missed that pick. Didn't just I? take David Lee Roth then, would you please? Okay, I'll take David. <laughs> Good God. I got to help you with the front man too. Oh, yeah. Goodness, kid. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. David Lee Roth, sure, great, great pick. Okay, Thank okay. You. <laughs> you want if you want to group them together, I'll give you a I'll give you a combo pick. Ooh, David Lee Roth, Eddie Van Halen as a as a single pick. I'm gonna hey, let you have it. Hey, I'm gonna really upset you right here. No, you're not. I'm taking Waters. Roger Waters from Pink Floyd. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yes. Fine. Fine. Yes. Roger Waters, Pink Floyd. Um. There's not much you can say about that we haven't said about Pink Floyd before. Um, Pink Floyd is an iconic band with great guitarists, great like drummers, great vocalists. There's nothing Pink Floyd can't do. I'll just say that. <laughs> All right, now should I really piss you off? Oh, God. You ready? Yeah, take it. Dave Grohl? Yeah, that's fair. I was, I w I was expecting that from Foo Fighters and yep. Nirvana. One of my favorite bands. And I'm going to stay along the same line. Are you going to yeah. take Kurt Cobain, baby? God damn it. That was, the next <laughs> pick. That was my next pick. I was, I was hoping I could get Kurt Woo! Cobain a little bit later. I'm taking my Nirvana train, baby. I That's got it. Um, I got it. I got it. They're mine. All right. Well, not really mine, but yeah. I get to claim it. <laughs> well, and then I'm going to, I'm going to sneak by, I'm going to sneak one by you later. Oh God! Um, so I guess my next one is Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, yep, Ozzy's se self career was great. Ozzy with oh my God, I'm blanking. Oh my God, I'm blanking. Black Sabbath. Oh my God, thank Again, you. Again, you needed oh. my help to get you through this. Literally, okay, you can't say that I wouldn't know that Black Sabbath. I just blanked on the name. <laughs> you have those moments. I'm getting too old already. <laughs> wow. You heard it here, people. And then I'm gonna that take says he's older. I'm going to take the woman that I wanted to take, and that is Stevie Nicks. I you think, son of a bitch. I think Stevie Nicks is great. Oh. I can't say that Fleetwood Mac isn't one of the best bands yeah, in the 70s. I wouldn't say about that. I was hoping to get her next. I was trying to steal Grohl and, and Cobain from you and thinking that she would slide to my next were you, one. Were you thinking that Stevie yeah, Nicks was Yeah, she was going to slide to my next slide. one. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Not going to slide. Nope, 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 not at all. All right, so let's go run through the list really quick. All right. So right so now, I have Freddie Mercury, Jimi Hendrix, Elvis, David Lee Roth, and uh, Eddie Van Halen. We'll just say that. Uh, yeah. Roger Waters, Ozzy Osbourne, and Stevie Nicks. And I Jeff. have Prince, Bruce Springsteen, Bono, Garth Brooks, Dave Grohl for Foo Fighters, Kurt Cobain, Nirvana. And your pick now. I'm going to take Robert Plant. Okay, yeah. Led, Led Zeppelin. That's on mine. Okay. That's fair. That's my number seven. 
And then I'm going to take Jim Morrison of the Doors, number eight. That is a good second. Those are good two, two good picks. I think I'm kicking your ass here, buddy. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> I think Robert I can hold it. Jimmy Morrison. Woo! That's fair. Um, okay, so uh, I'm going to take the Clash frontman, Joe Strummer, here. You did, huh? Yeah. Uh, okay. I like the Clash. I think uh, uh, that would be a fun band if I could see them live. I don't even know if they tour anymore, but no. I don't yeah, think so. I don't think so either. They're pretty old. And then uh, this is where it gets tough because I'm getting towards the end. And I have a couple, I have some weird outlier ones. I have some very mainstream ones. I think I'm going to go with Brian Johnson from ACDC. Good pick. Good pick. I think that's a good one. Yeah, I think so. So that your seven and eight? Is that, seven that was eight my eight, eight and nine. What was seven? Stevie Nicks. I had her at six. Uh, Ozzy. Five. Roger Dave. Waters. Oh. You missed Roger Waters. No, I got two fives. Oh, oh, okay, there we go. <laughs> Gotta that love the that would make sense. All right, everybody. Here yeah, we are. Come on, here we go. Jeff. Jesus Christ, come right, on now. So, at your number nine, who are you going to take? Okay, so that means you're. Uh, okay, I got it. I, I'm I'm on track now. I think. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now I need nine and ten. Yep. I'm going to take Axl Rose, Guns okay. N' Roses. Yep, I have him. Uh, that would be my eight. Correct. That's your nine. God damn it. Oh, yeah, I get Morrison at eight. Okay. <laughs> Gotta love Ten. counting. Ten. Yep. I think I'm going to take the woman here. Um, and I'm, I'm <laughs> Don't say it like we're required to take a woman in this No, 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 no. no I will no, take I, the woman that I have I, to no, take here. Well, <laughs> I, I wanted I, – I, no, I, I wanted – I wanted uh, – Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks. She was yep. higher on my list. But I still have three others that are very, very, very talented women. Yep. Um, I think I am going to stay old school, and I'm going to go with Janis Joplin, number 10. Janis Joplin. Okay. I respect that. Yep. All right, let's run it to 15 because that went really fast because you got 10 11 right now. Yeah, okay. We can run it to 15. Let's do that. Um, all right. So number 10. I think Mick Jagger here. Mick Jagger is a good pick here. Yep, I think that's a good pick at number um, 10. Yeah, you can't go wrong with a little bit of Mick Jagger in your life. Right. And I guess I'll take the counterpart in that era, Paul McCartney. Oh. Yeah, okay. That would I, work. Yeah, I didn't realize Paul McCartney was still out there, but I saw it and I was like, oh, okay, I'll take Paul McCartney. You know, I thought you would have taken the other guy first. But that's all right. You think I would take the other guy? Really? I thought you would have taken Lennon. Yeah, but McCartney was more iconic than Lennon in the Beatles. Yeah, but Lennon was more – once he went solo, then he was kind of yeah. – uh, Right. Okay. Well, that's all right. But then he got popped, and now it's McCartney all the way. <laughs> all right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So I got 11 and 12 then, right? Yeah, 11 and 12. Yep. I will take Stephen Tyler of Aerosmith, number 11. Yeah, that's a good one. And I'm going to take David Gilmore of the later Pink Floyd – at number 12. You got ahead of a Pink Floyd in there, huh? I did. I, I got it. I figured out a way to get it in there. You let him slip a little bit, so I let it go. Oh, please let him slip. I got Roger Waters at five. I'm doing right. great. You're doing just fine. Um. Okay, so I have so two got, here. Yeah, 12 you got and 13. What, 12 and 13. Uh, it's tough because I'm getting into the area of, like, these are my more weirder ones I have. Right. right I'm going to go Gene Simmons. Ooh, not Paul Stanley. Not Paul Gene Stanley, Simmons. Gene oh, Simmons. You're going, you're going with Gene Simmons, okay. Yeah, why would you not go with Gene Simmons? Because Paul's the front man? I think Gene Simmons is more of a front man than Paul. But... Yeah, maybe. Um, and then 13, that's tough, because now I'm sitting. <sighs> we can even run this to 20, because I'd really like to see you sweat I, a little more. I don't have enough to run it to 20. <laughs> <laughs> um, you picked Joey Mar Ramon already, right? No, I could. Oh, I'll take Joey Ramone from the Ramones. Sure, you could have Joey Ramone. You said that's so happy, huh? Because he's not on my list. I said, you can have him all you want. Fair enough. Okay. So now I've got 13 and 14. Yep. 
All right, I'm going to do James Hatfield, Metallica. Okay. He will be my 13. That's my fair. 14. My 14 will be Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam. 14 for me. Okay. All right, so now I got my last two picks. Now I got to make these count. Um, I want to throw out some picks. Well, I'll give some honorable mentions after we finish the 14. Absolutely. Because I have like four more left that I really like. Um, I'm going to take Michael Jackson. Yep, he's not on my list. You can have him. I'm going to take Michael Jackson. I think that's just like Prince. I think he is able to command a stage no matter where he goes. I think that's a great steal towards the end of the draft. Sure. Absolutely. And then it's tough because I'm debating between three right now. And I'm going to say I'm just so I don't even care. But Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day. Not on my list. Uh, Corey Taylor. On my list. And Tom York from Radiohead. Not on my list. Uh, I'm going to go Billy Joe Armstrong. I think, I mean, I think Green Day is amazing. I think he's a great front man for them. Yeah, he is. I think you're right. I think uh, he's a very strong, um, mm-hmm. a very strong front man for sure. Oh yeah. Who are you going with your last pick in the draft? Okay. Well, I mean, he's kind of said Corey Taylor. Yep. Are you going to go Corey Taylor? No, I'm not. I think, okay. So I'm really, I'm torn here because I really could easily run this to 25 really. Um, I could do Scott Weiland of uh, Stone Temple. I could do Chris Cornell of Soundgarden. I yep. could do Lane Staley of Allison Chains. That's what I, I was thinking do, about. Chris Cornell is on that diet. I could do I could do Getty Lee from Rush. I could do Joe Elliott from Def Leppard. I could do John Bondovi from Bon Jovi. I could do Vince Neil from Motley Crue. Corey Taylor, John Lennon, Steve Perry from Journey, Tom Petty. I'm going Tom Petty. Tom Petty. <laughs> Tom Petty. <laughs> You're just reading through the list until one yeah, of them. Right. You know you. it did. Well, you know, like I said. All right. So the rest of my list is like this. I have Kenny Chesney, which I do like country music. Yeah. No, you know, and uh, I got uh, Brad Paisley, Blake Shelton, Corey Taylor, John Lennon, Roger Daltrey of the Who. Okay, that's good. Uh, one. John Bon Jovi, Joe Elliott from Def Leppard, Vince Neil from Motley Crue, Steve Perry from uh, Journey, Ann Wilson of Heart. I could have thrown her in there. Yeah. Lane, Lane Staley, uh, Allison Shanes, Chris Cornell, Scott Weiland, Getty Lee, Joan Jett from Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just so many. Yeah, the other the other two that I had that I didn't mention. So I mentioned Corey Taylor, Tom York. Um, I had Bon Jovi as mine on mine as well. Yep. Uh, David Bowie, I had on my list. Yeah, you know Bowie was on a couple of the list I saw. I'm mm-hmm. just not a huge Bowie fan. I know you're but not. But he could he could really command the stage. Yeah. Which I mean, I mean and, and when he came great. out with his his ultra personas, mm-hmm. you know, like Ziggy Stardust. I mean, people yeah. went crazy people for that. Loved that. And then again, last... they were probably taking LSD or doing heroin or something. So <laughs> you can't just say that all of David Bowie fans are on drugs. Well, you had I... to be if you were listening to that stuff. I like Ziggy Stardust. <laughs> all right, I don't know. Um, I mean, I I yeah. really want to <laughs> yeah, get. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like Getty Lee, but I think as a three piece, mm-hmm. he gets lost. He does between Alex and Neil. Yeah, you can't. You have I mean, literally the best drummer of all time behind right. you. I mean, Vince Neil. But then you got Tommy Lee that takes over the drums. You got mm-hmm. Nikki Six on the bass. You you know you got Mick on the, yeah. on the guitar. I mean, there's just way too many people in that band that could be. Exactly. I mean, you could you could even do uh, Brent Michaels from Poison. Um, yep. That and he would command a stage. Um, uh, the you guy want to hear from, my last? The guy from uh, Skid Row, which was Sebastian Bach. You want to hear my last pick that I had? Sure. Jack White from the White Stripes. And he's another. You know what? I came across. Okay, so I didn't know I, – I knew the song, but I didn't know who sang it. And there was a bunch of old guys, and then I saw Jack White in this band. And this was on, like, Channel 2. I was, like, flipping in the middle of the night, and this and Channel 2 in Minneapolis is our public broadcasting PBS, if anybody wants to know. And they were playing the song. I said, oh, I know this song. And I was singing along. Why is Jack White in this band? It ended up being the Racketeers. The oh, Racketeers. really? Yeah. yeah, which Jack White is a part of that band. Yeah. And I didn't know that because I recognized Jack White. God, that looks a lot like Jack White mm-hmm. from the White Stripes. But I didn't know that he was in that band. And yeah. it was kind of and it was kind of like um Queens of the Stone Age. I didn't realize that Dave Grohl was a drummer on Songs of the Deaf or Songs mm-hmm. for the Deaf. Dave Grohl is a drummer for Queens of the Stone Age. <laughs> 
I'm like, what? Yeah, it's just some random shit that they're just like, hey, let's play together. Oh, okay. God. Okay. So let's, you want to recap yeah. yours? I'll recap yeah, I'll mine. I'll recap mine really quick here. Then we'll call so, it done. <laughs> we'll call it done after this. Because um, we're rambling now. Yeah, we are. And Number it is one. zero. It's zero zero in the Monday Night Football game, by the way, or Sunday wow. Night Football game. I mean, it, I mean, it did just start? It did. If you can't tell, we're recording this at about seven thirty is when we're finishing up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so Freddie Mercury I took with the number one pick. Number two, Jimi Hendrix. Number three, Elvis. David Lee Roth at four. Roger Waters at five. Number six was Ozzy Osbourne. Stevie Nicks at seven. Joe Strummer at eight. Brian Johnson at nine. Mick Jagger at ten. 11 was Paul McCartney, 12 was Gene Simmons, 13 was Joey Ramone, 14, a steal, Michael Jackson, and 15, Billy Joe Armstrong of Green Day. Wow. That's a I good list. Think, I, I still think my list is better, but anyway. uh, Okay. Okay. Well, let's see how many albums I sold versus your guys. Okay. Well, that's, 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 that's not what we're arguing right now. <laughs> If we're arguing that, no, we picked the Eagles. No, yeah, we picked the Eagles. They have yeah, two but there's not five. A, there's, but there's not a front man in the Eagles. Yeah, but if we're going to just determine it on how many albums. But there's not a front man. Okay, go. There's like, go with, there's, go okay. with your list. <laughs> Prince. Yep. Bruce Springsteen. Why are you saying it like that? Bono, because I want to. <laughs> okay. Bono. Garth Brooks. Dave Grohl. Kurt Cobain, number six. Robert Plant, number seven, which is a steal. That is a good pick. Seven. Jim Morrison, number eight. Bigger steal. Yep. Number nine, Axl Rose from Guns N' Roses. Number 10, Janis Joplin. Number 11, Steven Tyler. Number 12, David Gilmore. Number 13, James Hatfield. Number 14, Eddie Vedder. And number 15 is Tom Petty. Fair. I think, it's, I think it's close, but I feel like I have it. I have stronger. I have the stronger front half. Oh, good God. I do. I think I have the circle right. now. That's all I'm saying. So, uh, of the five people that actually listen to this podcast, <laughs> we should be able to break the tie with an odd number. Yep. So you should send us send us an email or send us a tweet or DM DM comment, us on Instagram. Comment because I'll put it on Instagram and Facebook, and yep. you can say who has the better list of front people. Let's call it front person. Front person. Because yeah. front person is could be a man or a woman. Doesn't matter. Who's got the better one, Matt? Or me, of course. I'm feeling me. But that's okay. Uh, that is I'm, all we have suck. on this episode of Positive Music. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Positive Music Podcast, mm-hmm. at Matt Rodder and at Jeff Rodder. If you guys want to be a guest on the show, just let us know. Let Jeff maybe or after I know. this. Maybe after this episode, nobody wants to be a guest anymore. What do you mean? We did great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, the second half was better than the first. Yeah, the first half we were just kind of out of it. And you were just kind of complaining. But I think, I think your mood that's hiked normal. up by the end. You're I, I, I'm allowed to complain because I'm old. I'm getting older. <laughs> I got so I can back complain. and knee pain. Oh, we can spend all day on that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So, so Finish it up. Yeah, so find the playlist that goes along with this episode on our Facebook and Instagram pages. We post them on there. I think that's everything we got for this episode. Anything else you want to say? I think we'll just, I you know, I'll just play like the top 10. I'll just pick one. Oh, yeah, we'll pick one. So I'll, I'll pick, I'll, I'll, yeah, from the top 10. I'll just pick the hottest or the most played song off of Spotify mm-hmm. for our top 10 list for years That's and fair. mine. That's fair. And then, yeah. And then I'll throw in a bunch of other ones, but I think that'll work. Oh yeah. I think that's good. Cool. I don't know. Well, I it? guess. Yeah. I think that's it. I'm Matt. And I'm Jeff. We're out of here, man. See ya.